the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I'm always honored to have Patrick O'Hara, Chief Markets Analyst with uh, Briefing.com joining me. You can find him at Briefing.com. How are you today, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good to be back with you. It's good to have you. Um, market's kind of not going anywhere. It seems to be fluctuating, caught in that zone. Uh, what are you seeing as far as current market conditions and readings? Yeah, you, know, you have a market that's looking fairly indecisive these days. Um, but I think it's, you know, you could say that it's acting somewhat rationally in the, in the sense that you had such a huge run from those February lows, and now you're, you're taking some time to uh, – to digest those gains and and finding it you know a bit difficult obviously to extend them knowing that the market is sporting a, a full valuation and and knowing that the uh, earnings and economic growth trends still aren't uh, up to par really to uh, to make one convinced that they're uh, <clears throat> you know buying here at <clears throat> excuse me at an opportune uh, price level so you need to see uh, an acceleration really in the economic and uh, and earnings growth trends I think for the market to have some uh, some confidence in trying to um, to get this next leg higher going, um, and with what's going, you know, what's what's in front of the market in June, those some key events. Um, I think you have really a really dominant uh, mentality of wait and see right now, and that's why you get this chop that you have from you know one day to the next. So, with all that chop, where do you think it leads at this point in time? Do you think we eventually break for a correction, a pause? A lower market, or do you think we could be building up some strength from some of the uh, economic data that's out there that we're not going down, that there are jobs being created, houses are being built, and uh, there's some positives out there as well that could be building some momentum? Yeah, well, you know, I think you're, you're kind of hitting the nail on the head there, Rob, and I mean, that, that's going to be the key thing, really, is like, do we see um, the actual data live up to the market's hopeful expectations, right? Because uh, one of the drivers, the primary driver of that run we saw off the February low was this idea that uh, with the dollar weakening, with oil prices and other commodity prices rising, you'd see uh, you know better earnings growth in the second half of the year. 
And, of course, along with that, you've got the added narrative that economic growth should be better in the second half of the year, um, certainly in terms of U.S. GDP, given the weakening dollar. You know, we've heard those same – we've heard that same narrative before um, in past years, right? And I guess the economy and earnings have never quite lived up to those high expectations uh, in recent years. And so you kind of have this – uh, this this tug of war, if you will, where you, you, know, you go through quarters that are looking good, and then they get rolled back in the next quarter when things don't pan out quite as expected. And so, that really is the key ingredient, though. You need that data to substantiate those hopeful expectations here. If uh, if you're going to see, I think this this breakout to new highs, uh, because right now, you know, you have a market that's trading at close to 18 times forward earnings. And uh, and that's a full valuation, and there's not uh, a lot of conviction in buying at that level because the earnings estimate trends have not uh, necessarily um, started to pick up to lend some confidence to the idea that maybe the market's not as overvalued as it as it as it seems, uh, and and so you just again you have this sort of wait and see mentality. Um, you know, we need to know what's going to come out of this second quarter earnings reporting period, and we need to see how the data is going to unfold. I think for uh, market participants to have any real conviction in the idea that uh, that there's more upside potential than downside risk right now, and I think that what's what's dominating at this juncture is the fear or the concern that there's really more downside risk than upside potential at this juncture. Taking a look at retail, it's showing a very mixed picture, which again gets back to what you threw out in your page one column this morning, all mixed up. Um, Home Depot looks great, Amazon looks great, TJ Maxx looks great, and then you could look at other companies and Macy's, for instance, and say, ooh, not so pretty. Um, The mixed picture in retail is kind of translating to a mixed economy, which is kind of translating to a mixed stock market. Is that a question mark I'm throwing out there? Am I kind of pin it in it together? Yeah, you know, the the retail picture, I think I saw a headline yesterday on uh, some – uh, some site saying how uh, consumers aren't spending, uh, and that was totally misleading, right? Consumers are definitely spending, right? They're just changing the way that they spend and where they spend. And as you allude to, you're seeing some tremendous sales growth at Amazon.com and and in this online space. You're seeing, uh, you know, plenty of uh, growth still at a at a, a great company like Home Depot. Um, you know, you're seeing uh, spending pick up, and you know restaurants and travel services and and so consumers are definitely spending but they're um but they're pulling back in other areas uh you know in the accessories and the apparels and uh groups uh so things like that um so it does lend itself to a rather mixed outlook for the retail sector where you need to be selective you need to uh, understand you know where the uh consumer is is you know, finding the most value and and uh, essentially uh, getting the best experience for the return on, on the money they're they're spending, uh, and it's not in the apparel and accessories retailing groups right now. Um, does that present some potential long-term investment ideas within that space? I think it does, but I think that uh, right now, um, with the transition having been so abrupt here, with this latest earnings reporting period showing that there's been a real shift in how consumers spend, it might be a little too early here to jump in yet on some of these uh, beaten down department store and apparel stocks uh, if you're looking for total return ideas. Uh, but I'd add that, you know, some of these stocks, 
offer some nice dividend yields, um, but that's by virtue of the fact that their stock prices have come down so much. But for instance, Kohl's right now I think is, you know, yielding over five percent. Um, but of course, its stock has gotten hammered, and so if you're an income investor, maybe there's some opportunity in there. Uh, and if you have the patience to ride out this cycle, uh, you probably could be rewarded. But probably a little too early here to, to jump in with any conviction on those beaten down names. I was taking a look at your big picture column that you put together once a week, or I think once a week, mm-hmm. and taking a look at the earnings per share growth. I see the financials weak, down 8.6%, but then I see energy down 106% year over year. Do you see that as opportunity typically, or do you see that as, let's wait till we see a positive, let's wait till you know, uh, it's turned at least, because seldom turnaround seldom returns, says Warren Buffett, but... Do you wait, or do you see bargains there? Well, I think, you know, you can certainly uh, see some opportunity in the extreme negativity, right? Um, Okay. You're correct in that, you know, the energy sector is showing a year-over-year earnings decline of 106% because the sector itself is actually reporting a loss uh, for the quarter, according to S&P Capital IQ. But, ironically enough, do you know what the best-performing sector is this quarter? Uh, in the market, it's you know it's the uh, it's the energy sector, right? So that's right. P five hundred energy sector is up seven percent uh, quarter to date. Um, so so I think it's clear that there are plenty of market participants that see that opportunity in the negativity. Meaning, you know, with a strong price performance like that in the face of just lousy earnings growth, the mentality is kicked in. I think that the sector is is at or very near an earnings trough. And so they're buying the um, the rebound potential there in the energy sector. Um, and so, <clears throat> so to get back to your original question, <clears throat> sure, I, I think there is you know some opportunity there when you've had several quarters <clears throat> of really really poor earnings uh, growth. And, and that's why I said with the retail sector a moment ago, with some of those department store and apparel retailer names, it might be you know too early to, to jump in there yet because uh, that earnings difficulty just kind of seems to seems to start uh, is just starting it seems it might have a few more quarters to play out whereas the energy sector we've obviously seen for several quarters now post some really lousy numbers and but there's a stronger sense here with the rise in oil prices of late um, that that particular sector could be close to an earnings trough and therefore you're getting some more uh, you're not just getting the, the speculative money coming into the sector. I think you're getting some of that more investment-minded money that's underpinning things here that's willing to accept some of the volatility you might see here from month to month, but ultimately thinks that you're getting in at a pretty good cost basis from a long-term standpoint. We've got about a minute left. Uh, softball question. Anything that you're working on that you think we should be aware of as far as insights into the mind of you? Sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, the big picture column I do write and I publish it every Friday. Um, and this week, I, you know, I'm just going to take on the question of, you know, why why should the market here in the U.S. care about that Brexit vote, you know, that's coming up in June? Um, you might not think that the U.K. economy is, is all that important to the world economy. I believe it counts for about 4% of world GDP, but um, but there could be some potential domino effects there uh, that kick in in the event that um, UK citizens go ahead and vote to leave the European Union. Um, so I'm just going to be exploring that important issue, and, and it's you know one of several things that's coming up in June that's going to create some volatility for the markets and certainly a lot of headline volatility. The other 
two things in particular are the OPEC meeting at the beginning of the month and then certainly the FOMC meeting in, in the middle of the month. But, um, but keep your eye out for that, uh, for that big picture piece. It's going to focus on the one that, thing that happens toward the end of the month, which is the Brexit vote. Love your work. It's Patrick O'Hare. You can find him at briefing.com. That's briefing.com. Lots of good insights, starting with his page one, but also the big picture. Uh, page one's daily, big pictures on Fridays. Pretty good stuff. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.